Looking to reduce your energy bills? Global Eco Energy install renewable energy products to domestic, commercial, and public sector customers with a wide range of renewable energy products, including solar PV, battery storage, and air source heat pumps. We offer bespoke solutions. For a free quote and to find out more about grants and funding options, go to global-eco.co.uk and quote Solar 10 for 10% off your installation. Available until 30th September 2023. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. Free quotes for solar PV, battery storage, heat pumps and garden projects. Let's go! Yeah, that's the number to call Barry Ferguson, Mark Guidi and me, Paul Cooney. 0808 17 17 700 or join the conversation at Go Football Show. The weekend is here. Thanks, Gina. Some bangers there. The last hour on the programme was absolutely brilliant. The best way to start the weekend. Mark, you've got some breaking news from Celtic and it's good news for Celtic fans. Yep, Rio Hitati, Paul, has signed a new five-year contract uh, with the club. Uh, he's been sought after, a lot of interest in him, but he has now placed his future to Celtic. And no doubt Brendan Rodgers and the Parkhead supporters will be absolutely delighted about that. One of their top players and he's here for another five years. Big news for Celtic, isn't it? Because he wasn't in it at the start of the season. People thought he might want away, Barry, but he's here for quite a time. Yeah, it's a, a brilliant piece of business, Paul. He's been a, a real fine for, for Celtic. Um, he's one of the midfielders that's got all the attributes you want um, in a central midfielder. So I would have guessed there would be a number of teams, as Mark's just mentioned, looking at him, but to get him tied down in a five-year contract is a... A brilliant piece of business from Celtic. For Rangers, we'll hear from Michael Beale shortly. We've got uh, Brendan Rogers as well, who was speaking yesterday. We've got Sam Lammers and Tony Ralston, who signed a, an updated contract at Celtic. He'll be on this evening. Barry at Rangers, they've been, they started the season without injuries, but there have been a few. And Tom Lawrence is going to be out for another number of weeks. Yeah, they're, they're um, building up, Paul. No doubt about that. Looks of Kemar Roof as well, yep. who's picked up a groin injury. I think he was going for a scan today, so it'll be interesting to see how long he's going to be missing. And Tom Lawrence, listen, he's the hellier time with, with injury. They got him back, he looked apart. Um, he, he's that difference maker, certainly, in the, the middle of the pitch. So that's a, a massive blow to you lose him after the international break. Let's hear from Michael Beale an update on Kemar Roof. Yeah, he's away for a scan, so no news on that one <clears throat> at the minute. So he didn't train today with the rest of the team. Till we get the news back from the scan, we don't know really what we're dealing with. Obviously, it's disappointing for Kamar because he came back into the team and did so well until the other night. And uh, listen, this is hope. It's nothing too serious and he'll be available uh, in the short term rather than the long term Huge game tomorrow Barry for uh, Rangers arguably it's two great games aren't there Motherwell Celtic at 12.30 and then Rangers Aberdeen Yeah they're, they're, they're brilliant games to play in Paul they're always feisty yep. no doubt about it um, it was better from Rangers certainly in the first half I thought they played some better stuff they moved the ball a lot quicker which they didn't do against Motherwell and listen, they've got another opportunity um, to take three points in, in Saturday. And as you mentioned, they're Celtic away to Mudo for part. It's like a bowling green. Good yeah. place to go and play your football now. So two really interesting games at the weekend. Abdullah Seema, four goals in seven games. Is he beginning to get a rhythm that impresses you? Yeah, I, I still want to see more of him, but honest, Paul. Yep, certainly scored, as you just mentioned, a, a few vital goals. Um, and I keep forgetting he's only just turned 22. He's still young, he's not played a, a lot of football. Obviously, Brighton have got a, a, a knacky signing good young players. He's come up here, he, he's did okay, but you can now see with, with the games that he's playing, he's starting to gain that bit of confidence. But as I say, I still think there's, there's more hopefully to come. 
Mark at Celtic uh, today some of the headlines about Matt O'Reilly who's got off to a flyer this season I think you'd agree and Brendan Rodgers saying it's great they have him how long they'll have him not too sure but he was committed he could have gone to Leeds £10 million bid come in during the summer but he spoke I think with the directors and said we need him and Celtic agreed didn't take the cash and it could pay off for him but ultimately he's being pragmatic and saying look if you come to Celtic I mean ultimately it's the way they do it get them in young and sell them on for some some good cash. Yeah, I mean, I think Brendan Rodgers, you know, quite rightly, uh, you know, having lost um, Aaron Moy, uh, who retired, um, Jota, um, going, you, know, you couldn't you couldn't be losing any more um, players, uh, Paul. And Matt Riley seems to have clicked uh, with Brendan Rodgers. You know, a manager-player relationship. It seems to be a, a good one. He's certainly thriving under him. He's looking at the guy that fantastic impact in his first six months at the club. And I would imagine Paul he'll be next in the list. Wouldn't be surprised if his talks already started in terms of trying to get him to commit himself. That doesn't mean you can't sell these guys, but if nothing else, you're fattening them up. They're being rewarded for their good play and you're fattening them up in terms of their, their transfer value. But, you know, getting um, Hitati today in the back of Abada, Kyogo, Maida, McGregor uh, in the past two or three months, then it's, um, it's, it's really good business. And I'm sure if Brendan Rogers has his way, O'Reilly will send an extension as well. Ryder Cup day one Barry we were all out last night it was great but we were home in time for the Ryder Cup to tee off this morning just <laughs> <laughs> it was a great night so thanks to everyone wasn't it it was just we yeah, had a brilliant been, night listen it's brilliant getting out yep. obviously with the, the football show guys but everybody um, that works at Go it was brilliant to get out and mingle and have a chat and a, f- a few drinks so no, listen the nights I really enjoy them special bunch of people I have to say yeah. it was brilliant last night the atmosphere where I looked after it Van Winkle yeah. uh, by everybody yes. there um, too and yeah Really good, good chemistry, good atmosphere, good place to work. Then a wee bit of dancing later. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah but throwing a few shapes up on the dance floor. Excellent. We're trying to <laughs> throw a few shapes. Um, but yeah. no, listen, I enjoy the nights because you don't get to spend a lot of time with the, the guy. Obviously, we, we're pretty close in here, but by the time we start, everybody's normally away. Um, so it's brilliant to catch up with everybody. And as you say, Paul, they're a real good group of people. Good bunch. First, first time I'm ever there's been a, a Christmas yeah. night out in September it was great <laughs> <laughs> Glasgow's on thank you everyone last night it was brilliant fun and then of course this morning what a start Barry 6-1 yeah, um, up I see isn't it phenomenal off yeah. to a flyer first thing 6.30 this morning and there's such a great atmosphere the weather is good are we going to stay the course do you reckon looking yeah, good for us to, yeah. listen we've got a strong lead at this moment in time and yeah you've got to fancy uh, Europe Good to see Bob McIntyre playing as well this afternoon. Uh, mm. Paul Young Scotchman, the left-hander, um, and he, he birded, birded his very first hole uh, in the Ryder Cup off the first and ice. Um, birdie, unfortunately, um, it looks as though he might lose um, his tie, but still great to see him involved in it. He must be so so proud. Brilliant to see them. See, he was playing there. a few Scottish tunes apparently before uh, before he teed off this afternoon. So it's going to be some weekend, isn't it, of football and also the Ryder Cup there in Rome. Oh eight, oh eight, seventeen, seventeen, seven hundred. We don't often hear from Sam Lammers. Uh, he's going to be speaking. We have spoken this afternoon. We'll hear from him and Tony Rawson, who signed a new deal during the week so it's beginning to, to come together and strange Mark isn't it that it's Rangers now who've got more injuries mm-hmm. after a relatively good start injury wise and Celtic Carter Vickers back in training today yeah I mean I think <clears throat> they're saying that Carter Vickers could be back uh, involved after an international break um, which is mm-hmm. great news uh, for Celtic and for Rangers um, uh, Kima Rufa again and, and Tom Lawrence and, and you feel for them genuinely uh, 
feel for them they're good players but just as, as individuals as human beings you can see when they're out on the pitch they're good at what they do they enjoy their football and you know to be lying in a treatment table um, again is, is a real sore one for them so hopefully both those guys are uh, back as quickly as possible Let's hear from Michael Beale talking about recent form looking forward to the game with Aberdeen tomorrow we're in the middle of a big schedule. We're focused on every, the next game. It's pleasing what's gone before in terms of the four results and the clean sheets. And it was nice to score a couple of late goals. The game was very similar to the previous game against Livingston where they tried to make it hard for us for long periods. We, and when they opened up in the second half to chase the game, both in the league game and the cup game, the bigger space gave us an area to, to punish them. So I was pleased with it. Pleased for Ryan Jack scoring late in the game as well and uh, no all all around um, what you what the game proved the other day is when Livingston sat in they can make it difficult for you when they come a bit higher Abdullah's speed was always going to be a problem for us and it's, it's good that we've got the variety like that there's always something in the lineup, Barry. You're never sure what he's going to do. And the other night it was Redvan Yelmaz who was in rather than Barisic. Yeah, listen, the first half Rangers totally dominated. The second half, again, it was pretty similar what's happened since Michael come in Michael Beals come in they start very slow and to be fair to Livingston they come into the game but Ridvan brilliant run Paul brilliant finish <laughs> and once that second goal went in um, they were an easy street then they, they, they controlled it their nerves settled a wee bit and I thought Ryan Jack and John Lundstrom were excellent together a lot of people say well, why do you keep saying Ryan Jack should play well look what he does for the team he does he, he, some of his stuff goes unnoticed in my opinion he anchors that middle of the pitch and he allows other players around about him to go and do their stuff and I think John Lundstrom has come into a, a fair bit of form um, he's certainly one that's um, stood out over the last three or four games You were calling for that the other night you said yeah I think the two of them should play together and it worked Mark they needed it Yeah <clears throat> good result um, for Rangers performance in, in, in stages a wee bit patchy but Paul, it's just about winning games just now it was a cup tie Um had to get it over the line in the semi-final against against Hearts um, at Hamden, which will be a good tie. Hibs Aberdeen will be a good tie um, as well. And now it rolls on into tomorrow. I think for Michael Beale, it's a must-win game tomorrow. I think he's he's at that stage uh, where he has to win um, every game that he's expected to win. Um, and tomorrow against Aberdeen, Rangers will be expected to win it to keep to keep on top of uh, as close as they can to Celtic. Is that fair, Barry? It must be. Yeah, they have to win. They, they can't drop any yeah. more points, Paul. Um, they can't go any further behind Celtic. You've you've got to go in each game. I know Celtic's earlier kickoff, but you expect Celtic to win, so that means you need to win as well. Um, and it's a brilliant game. I always love playing against um, Aberdeen, as you know. It goes back years. Um, as I said, there's a a few nasty challenges fly in, but Rangers need to go and do the business and make sure they continue um, what they have over the last four games. I, I, I mean. Barry Sheen expects Celtic to win and I agree you do expect Celtic to win but I tell you what that'll be one of the toughest games of the season mm. tomorrow tomorrow will be every bit as tough as it was going to Ibrox a few weeks ago Motherwell in really good form yep. um, at home playing brilliant stuff under um, Stuart Kettlewell and Celtic will have to be bang on it bearing in mind they've got Scott Bain in gold as well tomorrow mm. but Celtic if they're going to leave for part with three points tomorrow Brendan Rodgers' players will need to be Tip top 100%. If they're not, Motherwell will take points from them. Let's hear from yeah, I was impressed yeah. with, with Motherwell when they, they came to Ibrooks on Sunday. Um, he's got a good team. You can tell they're very well coached under Stuart Kettlewell. And a young boy in the middle of the pitch, I mean, that was the first time I've seen him for a full 90 minutes, Lennon Miller. 
I tell you, that boy can play the game. How good? How far will he go? If he continues well, Listen, if he keeps his feet in the ground and he continues to work hard, well, I think he can reach wherever he wants to go, in my opinion. It's brilliant to see young players. I think he's just turned 17. Um, and to go to Ibrox, and I, I just like the way he demanded the ball. He took it under pressure. He can handle a football. Um, so, yeah, Murdo, I think if he continues the way he's going, listen, it's obvious that Murdo are going to struggle to hold on to him, but they've got a diamond there. We spoke to Stephen Reside last night, obviously huge Motherwell fan, and he was. He said he was so disappointed. They thought they were going to get at least a point against Rangers. Well, watching the game, um, I was down in, in Manchester seeing my boy, and we were sitting and see the last ten minutes. I've got to be honest with you, they were under severe pressure. Rangers, um, Motherwell were going at them, um, cleared off the line, a couple of missed opportunities. Um, so Rangers certainly held on to to make sure they get the three points. But as I said, overall, just defensively and offensively, I, th- I was really impressed with Motherwell. Here's Brendan Rogers speaking about Motherwell. Well, I think they're obviously very, very well coached, first and foremost. I think that when I see them play, uh, they play the shape very, very well, defending 5 for one and, and morph into 3 for 3 when they, when they have the ball. They all look very clear in terms of what it is they're doing. And they have a nice mixture in the game. They, they build the game short, but they can also build it long as well and so yeah so I think they've it's just done very very well there he's obviously gone in and and coached them very well and, and like I say going to Motherwell is always a tough tough game I think in, in my experiences of going to there it's, uh, it's a tough game always with a really good atmosphere the pitch is normally fantastic so should be a very good football game so, um, so yeah we'll, we'll We'll prepare for a tough game. Mark's going to be some week for Celtic. It's Lazio then afterwards, but they won't be thinking yeah. about that tomorrow. But it no. could be, it could go either way. You'd expect Celtic to win, but it's not going to be easy. No. It could be a great game. Tomorrow, Paul, yeah, yeah I think it'll be a belter. You know, I think it's great. We don't get it often, but when you've got six games um, tomorrow afternoon, Celtic, Motherwell kicking off at first part 12 30, then five at. Um, at three o'clock obviously the, the, the pick of the bunch is, is Rangers v Aberdeen but don't forget about St Mirren who are going really well um, too so yeah there, there, there's lots to look forward to um, uh, tomorrow Paul and then obviously we're back into Europe uh, for Celtic Rangers and, and Aberdeen in, in midweek but tomorrow uh, nobody can take their eye off the ball domestically is what it's all about week to week Saturday to Saturday and uh, like I said certainly for uh, for Celtic tomorrow, if they are not bang on it, they will drop points. And likewise for Rangers, Aberdeen, resurgent, um, couple of good wins, tough guy uh, games uh, against Ross County, coming the back of playing in Europe and Germany, where, where they put in a really good performance. So Rangers will need to be need to be on it as well tomorrow. Anthony Rawson signed his new deal the other day, extending his time at Celtic, and he's been speaking today about his relationship with the manager. Second time round, Brendan Rodgers. Yeah, no, it's been great. He's a great manager and. We're lucky to be working under him, so it's just about trying to every day uh, take on board what he's telling us to do and the instructions that we're getting and the way he wants us to play, which I feel all the boys are doing. And, you know, keep him on working and, uh, every day and learning and, and progressing as, as players, which, you know, game by game, training session by training session, we're all doing as a collective. Barry, some great games, as Mark mentioned. What about St Mirren? Second top of the table at Kilmarnock. That's a great game. Yeah, and they deserve to be there. Yeah. Oh, um, look, they'll, they'll be hurting for the getting put out of the cup um, against Tibbs midweek but again I mean with the budget they've got again another team similar to Murrow who are very well coached they know their roles and responsibilities every single player 
And um, yeah, they, they deserve to be sitting in second spot. And Stephen Robinson could possibly eventually be at a bigger club again, maybe. I mean, you don't want him to go I just think it's a good match. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. Uh, listen, there's no doubt that if a bigger club come in, it would financially be a lot better for him. He would obviously look at that. But I just think it's a good match. He's been a good manager for St Mern. Obviously, finishing top six last year was a brilliant achievement. And um, I think they're in, in pole position to certainly maintain what they did last year. Mark, your old team, St Mirren. Yeah, yeah, going, going well, as, as Barry said. Um, disappointed to lose at Easter Road on uh, on Wednesday, but um, they had their chances. They, 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 you know, they had they had spells um, in the game, and then they're up against Kilmarnock, obviously Hutton as well, losing a, an injury time um, winner for uh, for Hearts. So um, plenty on the line um, tomorrow. Kilmarnock had a really really good start to the season, obviously beating Rangers and beating Celtic in the cup. Um, they're still fighting away picking up a, you know, a point at Dens last week but maybe just tailed a wee bit so Derek will be looking for, for a lift again watched him play at Homey Hibs a couple of weeks ago they were out of the game completely out of it two down but they, they showed great resilience and a good battling spirit to, to get back into it so you're right Paul that will be a, a cracker tomorrow I think we're really really fortunate you look at the card yeah. even going down into the championship as, as well That's but huge. we've got some really good yeah. games to look forward to absolutely not least in the championship Dundee United against Queen's Park there's also Morton Airdrie Patrick Thistle against Dunfermline Ayr against Wraith Rovers are both against Inverness there's something everywhere, isn't there? Duncan Ferguson, his first game uh, um, up there at Gayfield. It, yeah, yeah, I was just about to say he's going to a tough place. Um, the, the job that um, the manager's done at Ardroth, Dick Campbell's been unbelievable. Great result last week against Patrick Thistle. So, yeah, big dunks get his hands full with, with going to Gayfield. Ancelotti one minute, next minute he's up there at Ardroth. Have you ever played? At Gayfield, yeah, but we yeah. played them in the, yeah. the cup, yeah, and I've managed there a few times as well. Right, of course. Yep. How wet and windy was it? <laughs> yeah, it was fairly windy, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's right um, I don't think there. I've ever yeah. been up in Broth when it's uh, been a nice, calm day. <laughs> um, but to be fair, on the surface is good, Paul. Yeah. There's, there's no excuses. Yeah. It's always been in really good condition. Um, but I, I, again, for a part-time team, I, I think they're, they're punching. But that's down to the manager and his recruitment as well. He's got players that are playing in the Championship at this moment in time or with him in League Two, so it shows you he's a, he's a very good manager. Also, tomorrow we've got Ross County against Hearts, St Johnson against Livingston, and Hebb's uh, revival under Nick Montgomery up against Dundee. Uh, the biggest game at three, there's obviously Motherwell against Celtics. Great day to watch the games tomorrow, isn't it? Uh, eight, three o'clock, Rangers up against Aberdeen. Michael Beale talking about the opposition. They're a team that's built around their front two that are good players, for sure. Um, they've come off a, an important week for them. I thought they performed very well in Europe in a defeat, but in terms of the performance, we'll give them a lot of encouragement. And then they've beat Ross County twice this week. So... They come into it the same as us, but you know their their front two obviously have have caused us problems in the past as well from last season. So the games have always been close. We know there's uh, a little bit of edge in the air, would say, between the fans, which is healthy as well. I think certainly is a bit of edge there. They'll bring what a couple of thousand, or maybe two Ibrox. It's one after the Celtic game. Was that the biggest game for Rangers? I suppose it depends which season. Yeah, we're when talking the fixtures come out, yeah, you always look for the Celtic game. Um, when you're going to be playing your fiercest rivals and then that was always the next one I looked at when we were going to Pitaudry. Um not really they're coming to Ibrox but I love going up there listen 
Obviously, there's uh, there is a, a fair bit of edge. Um, one thing I will say, but you're always welcomed with the staff at the front door. Yeah. It was it was good. Um, but once you went out in that pitch, yeah, you could you could feel it was a bit yeah. nasty at times. But listen, I, I love that side of it. Mark, younger people might not realise Aberdeen were such a big club. I'm not saying they're mm. not, but, you know, European Cup winners, Cup winners, I know it was 40 years ago, but there was a real presence with Aberdeen because under Fergie, that continued for a long time. That attitude of, you know, they've got that gold stripe or yeah. the gold star oh, would, on yeah, their shirt. They would come to, to Glasgow, as you know, well yeah. know, Paul, uh, on a regular basis and beat Celtic and Rangers, won Cups at Hamden. And I know we're going back 40 years, more than 40 years, but yeah, they were... They were what what they achieved and then they won in Europe, you know, beat Bayern Munich, beat Real Madrid. I mean, it was genuinely incredible. Leighton Miller, McLeish, Strachan, McGee, you know, you go through the team, Merrick Black, some wonderful um, players, and um, you know they, they were never going to hit the height. You know, and, and it's unfair for every manager that's followed since. And if it's some really good managers, to always be compared to Sir Alex. And I think that's now you know um, kind of tailed off. Yeah. Um, but Barry Robson had to win his last couple of games. It was important for him. The fans had starting to have a wee nip at him yeah. but he's managed yeah. to, to recover it he's come through that and as Michael Beals just said there on, on the clip at his presser Miofsky and Duke yeah. cause any team problems so that's what I'm saying if, if, if Rangers are not on it tomorrow Aberdeen will take points from them The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy for the best customer service call 0800 233 5788 Let's go It's the Go Radio Football oh, yeah. Show the Friday edition which we always love and we're feeling fit well we're not really actually but actually we're really looking forward to the weekend boxing news coming in we love our boxing as well it's going to happen isn't it Usyk against uh, Tyson Fury mm. when's it happening Mark and where it's uh, happening in Saudi Arabia and it will definitely be before the, the end of March a date hasn't been confirmed but there's been one's been mentioned December 23rd the Saturday night before Christmas Day uh, or potentially sometime in January but the only thing that is absolutely conclusive is the fight will take place the four belts are up for grabs and it will be before the end of March uh, Frank Warren has confirmed all uh, of that detail so obviously uh, Fury's got his fight coming up October 28th hasn't he nice. um, once yeah. that's out the road one of those ones down to, yeah, yeah. Down to pro yeah one of those ones that's only worth about 100 million no. <laughs> exactly. apart from that uh, and then it's mm. down to real and that's the one that I think we all wanted to see but I don't know yeah. I wanted to see Joshua Fury maybe mm. that'll still happen but certainly now it's Usyk Siman Usyk and Fury what a fight that's going to be Proper fight. Yeah, yeah. Look, looking forward to it. Just can't wait to get the date confirmed. Um, I don't know why Fury, I know it's, Mark's just meant it's money. Yeah. No doubt the, the fight at the end of October, but forget that. Just concentrate on the yeah. Usyk fight. That's yeah. the one that everybody wants to see. And it's two of the best, pound for pound, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. But I'll ask you near the time, who is going to win? Tyson Fury is so difficult to beat, but eventually will So skillful, Paul. He's so yeah. big. Mm -hmm. Um yeah, and, and when you look at him, you think, he's not an athlete. But I tell you what, he can box. Sure can. 0808 08, 17 17 700. Remember, his dad came on the show one night and he sounds exactly like him. Was it, is it yeah. John? Is it dad uh -huh. John? Yeah, John. Uh, he was on. Yeah. Oh, they've all been on here. Yeah. Um, Everybody's and, been on. Have you seen his documentary? No. Watched I it? have watched some of it. Yeah, yeah it's good. Down there in um, Morecambe Way, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, that, exactly. Down near your where we used to go, the holiday spot we talked about earlier in the week. Right, there's so much this weekend. Where are we going to go? Do you want to hear Michael Beale? Here's the injury update for Rangers for tomorrow. Yeah, I think there's no change on either of them. Obviously, Danilo's one. He's still not been back to see the consultant yet, so I'll have more news after that. He had to wait a couple of weeks after the surgery, which is not until 
the middle or the start of next week. Uh, Todd's not back with the group yet. Nico's back out with the rehab team. Kieran Dow joined in very, very light training this morning, but the weekend's far too soon. And a bit more on Kemar Roof, who'd been injury-free for over a month. Yeah, he's away for a scan, so no news on that one <clears throat> at the minute. So he didn't train today with the rest of the team. Till we get the news back from the scan, we don't know really what we're dealing with. Obviously, it's disappointing for Kamar because he came back into the team and did so well until the other night. And... Uh, Listen, this is hope. It's nothing too serious and he'll be available uh, in the short term rather than the long term. On a human level, Barry, for the guy, he's such a he's such a great player, such a great striker, but even even if he wasn't, he's been so unlucky. Yeah, and I can imagine how he's feeling, Paul. He'll be down in the dumps. Um, I just hope that the results that come back off the scan aren't too serious because it was great to see him get back, do a full pre-season. You see him playing a few games whether that's coming off the bench or starting, you can see the quality that he's got, but with picking up another injury, it's, I mean, I, I feel for him. I feel for him, and as I said, I, I hope it's just something that's maybe going to keep him out for a game or two. It's frustrating. It's frustrating because he's such a big player and such a uh, such a very good player that uh, it's hard because he's not been available as much as he likes now for, for free managers, you know, not just myself. And... Um, yeah, look, it looked like he was in a really good place. He was contributing well. So let's just hope he's, you know, he's just felt a niggle and, and come out. But, you know, the, the right thing is is to get the scan and, and he's off for that this afternoon. Let's hear from Brendan Rogers. Injury update. This was yesterday afternoon. Yeah, well, we've got uh, obviously Cam, who's who's coming back in to rejoin the, the training group. So, uh, but he won't be, he's not going to be ready till after the, the international break, I would suspect. Um Nat Phillips, we're just keeping an eye on. He's, he's come in and, and rejoined the, the group. We just uh, have to make sure with his ankle. Um, but that, that looks looks much better. So, uh, so yeah, and then no one else really that has been uh, has been injured will be back. So what does Brendan Rodgers do tomorrow, Mark? Doesn't make a change at the back then, does he? You know, he's not going to put Nat Phillips in ahead of, you know, Lazio coming I, up next week? I wouldn't imagine so. I would imagine he'll stick with the Lagerbiel kit and, and, yeah. and Scales. Well, Scales has been terrific, Paul. Mm-hmm. Absolutely no concerns over him. You know, real, Celtic had to find something because of the injuries and, and selling um, Starfelt. So they've, 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 you know, uncovered one that was right under their nose and, and, and he's performed um, really well. Even he's, the way they have to, to work together on the left-hand side with Greg Taylor, so it's working out um, really well. So yeah, I wouldn't anticipate um, any changes. Obviously, there's a, an enforced change at the back with the goalkeeper, with Joe Hart being suspended and, and Scott being um, coming into play. But apart from that, yeah, the, the Celtic managers get good options. He actually hedged his bets on the goalkeeping situation. Yeah, we'll, we'll look at it between Scott and, and Benji. Uh, both uh, of the guys work uh, work really hard every day, uh, so we'll finalise the team uh, tomorrow. It's strange, isn't it? Yeah, see, see, yeah, you, you just automatically assume that, that, that Scott Bain is the first choice backup because yeah. he's on the bench most of the time. As it was up to me, I, I'm not seeing Seagrest in training, so I don't know, but going on previous viewings of both of them, I would go with Seagrest. He's more yeah. of a presence. Um, but that said, Bain's on the bench every week for a reason, so yeah. he must be showing up better, I would imagine, day to day. But yeah, maybe Seagrest is you know, come in this week and really worked his yeah. socks off and impressed. So, yeah, he couldn't rule it out. And if, if Seacrest 
does end up in goals tomorrow, then you know, good good for him. And uh, he's, he's a right. I mean, you remember him with Indy United. He was superb. Yeah. You know, he was brilliant. He got forty five minutes in the James Forrest testimonial game, didn't he? The first half against Atletico Bilbao made some good saves. Barry, does it remind you in some ways of Theo Schnellders? Remember the ex Aberdeen and Rangers goalkeeper mm-hmm. who'd so much promise, but it didn't. He didn't quite fulfil. Yeah, I, I played with Theo Schnellders. Yeah. Um, what did you think of him? As a yeah, keeper, yeah, I mean he was immense at Aberdeen. Yeah, let's yeah. be honest, that's the reasons why Rangers signed him, um, and he came down and and um, well, you find that with quite a lot of players. I've seen it that players that come and do really well for other clubs that come and the, the obviously the attention and the, the demands that are put on top of you. That sometimes the the, the struggle to, to do that, but yeah. Rangers signed him and it never really worked out at Rangers but you could see the qualities in training you could see he was a real good keeper that, that's what it comes down to Paul when you talk about playing for massive clubs Celtic Rangers playing in front of 50, 60,000 and the players haven't they won about. that's where the mentality aspect comes in if you're going to succeed at Celtic Rangers and Barry will obviously know is you need to have the full package you need to be able to play and you need to be able to handle the, the mental side of it, the, the criticism, if you make a mistake, bouncing back, blah, 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 the scrutiny. And there's some that can't can't do that, unfortunately, which is a shame. All oh, the ability under the sun, day-to-day in training, brilliant. Put them under the, the, the spotlight things like that. And, and, and a lot of them, not just goalkeepers, outfield players too, a lot of them crumble. That's where Joe Hart doesn't crumble, does he, Barry? We all know. Yeah, but but mentality yeah. is such a big uh, thing when you go to a, a big club. Because you're expected to win, Paul. You're expected to perform. And when things don't go well, you get a bit of criticism. As long as it's constructive, but it's no nice. And I try to use it in a positive way. As I said, and, I, and as, when you play at a club like Rangers or Celtic, you're under the spotlight 24-7. And if you can't handle that, well, you're, you're never going to make it. Brendan Rodgers has been speaking about the development of his team, the players that he's working with since he came in two months ago. The constant development of the team. You know, my, you know I prioritise quality football in terms of the work. And uh, and I think over the course of the summer and probably early parts of the season, transfer window and everything, there was probably that feeling of maybe a little bit of instability and the players going to be here, are they not? New manager coming in, what is he asking us to do? And But now the I think the team have taken a really a big mental step forward. And I think you, you see that in how they're performing. You know, the, the determination, the intensity, the quality starting to move forward into the levels that I'd wanted to get to. Uh, and that's always the beginning of a, a really good team. So I'm really happy with the progress that we're making day on day, but we have to keep working and we have to keep working very hard. And, and like I said, my, my priority in my career, my body of work has always been about the quality of our football. And that's quality of football to win games. And uh, we're starting to see that now. Mark, a fair bit in there. What do you take from it? Yeah, I agree. I, I said it Monday night, Paul. I, I thought that I, I could sense a kind of bit of a, a turning point on, on Saturday uh, when Celtic won so convincingly and been down to ten men. Just in terms of a sort of click, you know, the, the manager taking these not a lap of honour, but you know, getting round to see see the fans because it was a big result under the circumstances and and the way that Celtic played. You know, I, I thought they played really well. I think there's times, even though they've won, it's been a bit flat. Um, there's been something there's been a spark uh, missing but it, but it appeared to click on Saturday and now they've had a free week to go and work on things um, take that into tomorrow as I say tomorrow is going to be unbelievably tough for Celtic to go to Fir Park um, and get three points and then obviously you get into midweek Paul and, and going to try to win a, a Champions League game um, at Parkhead but certainly uh, tomorrow uh, the manager I, I, I just feel that they're getting into it 
in a good place. I think there was a real, I don't know, an extra kind of chemistry kind of happened um, last Saturday. But there'll be some tough venues tomorrow when our tough yep. one. They've got Tynecastle, I think, this one. They've been to Petodji, they've been to Ibrox. A lot of real tough away games for them. Barry, obviously they would want to have been in the Cup and in the Cup semi-final draw, which we heard the other night. But they're not. And it sounds as though he spent this time well because he's still new to the job with this squad. Yeah, and Mark's just mentioned that watching the game at the weekend against Livingston, probably when Joe Hart gets sent off, that's the point where he sits back and thinks, right, what we like, what we got, we get anything about us. And I, I thought Celtic were actually better. They controlled the game. Um, and when you go down to 10 men, you need to put a real shift in. And I thought they worked ever so hard. And at the end of the day, they, they, they cruised it for me against Livingston. But this is another test. Muddle, these are no easy places to go. Um, always found that if you, you were off it slightly you get punished so uh, the way that Stuart Kettlewell's got his model team playing at home especially um, that'll be a tough one for Celtic tomorrow could get the helicopter and go to Fir Park and then shoot in for the game at three at Ibrox <laughs> you up for it <laughs> Brendan Rodgers has been speaking about it. he said hey, could, be, <laughs> could be arranged I've got a flying lesson coming you'll be hoping it's a one way ticket I think that's a message from the message she's hoping that <laughs> keep going Dover's that way right back to Brendan Rodgers he said look it's important we know got to keep 11 players on the park yeah I think I mentioned it before I think that you know the, the team's traits has to be good organisation togetherness and personality and, uh, and I mentioned that before we went down to uh, 10 men and 9 men and, and, and those are traits that you need in any good team and I think the, the players have demonstrated that you know, the, the one thing I've always said is that we won't unravel mentally if we go down to 10 men. Why? Because the guys will understand what it is they have to do. So, and then that's what they did, both in Feyenoord and uh, and against Livingston. Now, we don't want to make a habit of it, that's for sure. But I think that the greatest respect, the three sort of sendings off weren't, they weren't sort of malicious, they weren't discipline issues. There was decisions that were made by, by referees. So, so we have to accept that and then very quickly we have to have the plan in terms of what it is, what happens next. And I think when you have that, you've seen against Livingston the stability of the team. They stayed calm, stayed in control. And I mentioned it before, I'm not a coach. I like my teams to play aggressive and be fast and dynamic and creates lots of opportunities. But I don't like the team to be flying with the seat of their pants, you know. It needs to be in control and, and organised. So... Uh, the players demonstrated that last week brilliantly and uh, yeah, we'll move on to our next game now and look to put in a good performance hopefully with 11 men. Mark, he's giving you an insight into his thinking, what he's yeah, expecting. Yeah, it was good and, 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 and what he said there, he backed it up on on Saturday because down to 10 men, okay, I know I think Celtic were one up at that point. It wasn't apparently conceded, it was, it was a free kick at the edge of the box. Um, but they were calm. The manager had a very quick word with, with, with Callum McGregor 10 seconds with him and the calmness came from the technical area from your leader who is your manager and that's why he, he's he's a superb you know to, to have you know, Celtic are very lucky to have Brendan Rodgers Scottish football but for Celtic to have such an experienced and qualified um, coach um, they are very lucky and by the way it's a great platform for Brendan Rodgers as well don't get me wrong to be to be Celtic but um, it's not very often that you that you get you know somebody of that quality, and he's he's really been displaying it again. 
and hopefully we're going to hear from Michael Beale as well talking about his development of the squad because he's been under the spotlight Barry have you a thought there on uh, Brendan Rodgers and his insight and his you can definitely hear his experience there can't you yeah you can hear it and it's quality I think of where I take most of it is when you listen to the players when they speak about them how they, they can improve under him. Um, he, he speaks a lot of sense. He's obviously experienced. And he, he's got a way of playing that I think is going to suit Celtic. It doesn't happen overnight. There was a lot of change. Um, he's come back. He's under a bit of pressure this time. I would suspect more pressure. But I think he's a type of manager and type of personality that will be able to handle that no problem quick break and then good time to call to speak to Mark Weedy and Barry Ferguson you know the number 0808 17 17 700 The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy a tailored service where each code is created with the best products and a fair price no upfront costs Let's go This is Paul Cooney on Glasgow's own Go Radio with Global Eco Energy a smiling Barry Ferguson and Mark Guidi, who's going to be smiling after the weekend where it's some great games. 12.30. We've got used to it now, Barry, haven't we? The early kickoffs. You like it, the early game? Yeah, I didn't mind when I, I played, yeah. Paul. Um, it's still the same thing. You've still got to prepare right. Um, yep, you're up a bit earlier. A bit strange having pre-match as your, your breakfast. Yep. But listen, these are situations you have to deal with. And listen, it gets finished early. And it, you, you can get a... a, a proper lead at the top of the table and then put a bit of pressure on um, who's obviously below you but yeah I, I never mind uh, I never minded the early kickoffs or even the late kickoffs as well yeah. Toast and Beans was that your pre-match routine? Yeah it was I. Um, yep. yeah. how'd you know that? I, I'm doing my homework now and again <laughs> <laughs> and then I wasn't yeah. allowed to have that probably Gwen stopped that mm-hmm. so. you were not happy at was all Was there an explanation? Yeah. Why? Why, why it wasn't suitable? No, no just, just you're not having it. Yeah, just didn't like a look here, or maybe it wasn't. But I, I'd been eating toast and beans for, since I was a nipper. Yeah. Um, but my favourite is toast and beans with the wee sausages. Oh, magnificent! <laughs> <laughs> He's hungry. <laughs> there oh, getting the munchies. Yeah, I love that. Uh, we're West of Scotland boys and girls here in the station here at Go because um, we want to talk about something that's happening locally just now Aussie has called in a caller from Lanarkshire hello there good evening Aussie how you doing alright yeah we're good thank you now we heard on the news today about the closure of some well every one of them is so well known to many of our listeners um, the Aquatech in Motherwell Kirhardy Sports Centre Hollytown Antonine Sports Club at the Sir Matt Busby in Bells Hill mm-hmm. And we've all got experience uh, of these venues. Now, we know about the cutbacks from from Edinburgh, I think, you know, from the uh, central government in Scotland and the local authorities are having to make cutbacks. And we know it's happened in Glasgow, different things in every area. Now, I heard on Go News today with Joe Maguire about facilities that are going to be affected. And you've been involved in sport in Lanarkshire, North Lanarkshire, Aussie. So what would you want to say to the listeners Tonight. Previously, I think I think when when you get news that, that involves yourself that yeah. you've been in that venue or you've done you've been involved in that club, yeah. it, it just strikes a an old home and there must be thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people that this is going to affect immediately. Are they actually closing? Sorry, are, are they closing? They're closing, yeah. And and most of these places have all had new electric hookups and how much are they wasted on that? Yeah. It's just the the fact is we've we've fought through COVID. Yep. Football's fought through COVID. These professional football players that are on the park, the pundits like yourselves, you are the guys with voices. 
you need to stop what you're doing, come together and be heard. Because it's not just, say, as Barry said a, wee, a few minutes ago, nippers, for he was a nipper eating beans and toast. Yeah. These nippers to adults are using these facilities. Yeah. Now, what happens when everything is new, mental health, mental health, mental health, <laughs> how can they how can they justify shutting the the sole thing that takes the a large majority every single town or whatever? How can they take that away? Yeah, we've just going to have we pass all these t- different towns and it's just houses. Mm-hmm. There's absolutely nothing in them. They've already closed all the shops. There's very few actually staying open. But the, the, mm-hmm. the thing is, with your show, it's all sport. You're not going to have your show if we're not going to the sports complexes. Yep. And I, I'm lost for words, mate. Mm-hmm. I'm absolutely lost for words. And I feel so hard for the people that's involved in it right now for grassroots level right up. And we say we need to encourage grassroots, grassroots. And I spoke to John Hartson the last time I was on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Referees and we touched base a wee bit. And I said, but under-18 football needs to be free. Mm-hmm. I've got to close these places. Never mind you under-18 football free. Where do we go for here? This is unbelievable. Yeah, listen, I agree yeah. with everything Aussies yeah. just says there. Yeah. Look, I mean, he mentioned, or was it you that mentioned two places? Kirkhardy yeah. Sports Centre. Yeah. I used to play there with a high school. Did you? Yeah. Son Matt Busby, I used mm-hmm. to play football, I used to yeah. go up to the swimming with my pals yeah. up there. And it, it's not right. Something does, and I agree with him, something does need to be um, happening. Barry, let me just interrupt just a wee tweet. It was on the news as well this yeah. morning that short sports centre, I'm face shorts, right? But yeah. short sports centre is. Is catered for a disabled group as well, so this isn't just football. Shocking! I know mm. it's a football show, yeah. but this no, isn't no, just football. Sure. Yeah. This is doing a disabled. Yeah. This is doing a just every human being in a in a public place in a town, and it's not just what if this happens in North Lancashire. Yeah. Where's it going? Is it going to Fife next? Is it going to yeah. Stirling? Where, where do we stop yeah. this? Sure. I think you're absolutely... Mark, um, I, I've never remember a time like this that we're closing. I mean, Motherwell, we mentioned... Um, Holy Kilsyth, yeah. uh Pool, Antonine Sports Hub, the Ian Nicholson Centre, Christon, Palace Rig Golf Course affected, the John Smith Pool in Airdrie, Cope Bridge Outdoor Sports Centre, the Janet Hamilton Centre, Lockview Golf Course, Cope Bridge, Birkinshaw Sports Barn, the Sir Matt Busby and Shots Leisure Centre. It's... This is terrible. Now, it's really difficult for the local councils. We've been on to North Lanarkshire uh, this afternoon and they said a difficult decision to close 39 community facilities across Jeez. North Lanarkshire. This is... <laughs> that's un- that's unbelievable. What did you just say there? 39, 39 Barry. 39. Just in one area of the country. This is unprecedented. And, you know, you're right, Aussie. People Aussie need, people need to speak Mental health out. as well and of it's course, not just about football. Yeah. Where do we all go oh, now as, yeah. as human beings? Where do we sure. go? And, but, but for the NHS to treat mental health, yep. costs millions and millions. Sure. But, but you're, you know, it, not the best thing is to nah, stay fit, it's, it's, get exercise. Yeah, of course, get out your kids, this keeps what, kids. These sports centres provide yeah. opportunities mm. for whether it's grassroots or, as you just mentioned, handicapped or yeah, sure. whatever. It's um, I, I just can't believe it. You says you have 39. 39 right? North, is that North Lanarkshire? That's obviously? just North Lanarkshire. So what's going to happen yeah. with South Lanarkshire? There'll be more. Is that next? Yeah. Um, let's Barry, uh, hold on a second, Aussie. I need to tell you what the council say for balance. The council say we simply don't have the funding to maintain the current estate in a sustainable way in the face of having to save 64 million over the next three years. Our immediate priority is to engage with users of facilities to identify suitable alternative venues for activities. Where are they? And bookings where possible while a phased closure is carried out. It'll take some time 
and we will update users of facilities throughout. Well, that's people we're talking about. People, not users. That's me, not the council. How many people that. are going to lose their jobs out of this? I'll be back in a second. Here's the final bit. Although the council is continuing with a hugely ambitious investment programme, which will see some facilities replaced in new hubs, and that could be good news, the reality is that we need to meet the needs of people across North Lanarkshire in a way that sees services delivered through an overall reduced estate. Um, that's the problem. So much has been sucked away from the councils around the country. 64 million uh, We've gone this years. centralist thing in Edinburgh, we have. But I can't get political. I'm not political, but I've worked here all my life in the west of Scotland. It's a great part of the world. And we're fixated. Politicians are fixated with things that most people are not interested in. Mm. We care about people. You need to keep the kids off the street. We all know it. We're from Europe, from Paisley Area originally, Mark, and East School Bride. Glasgow, 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 South, 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 South Lanarkshire. Off, yeah. off scale a wee bit here, but if I'm down the Palace Grounds, for yeah. instance, you go down there, yep. don't you? Yep. Walk. I do. It's close yep. to where I live. I go down a walk. In the summer, the goals are took down yeah. and the grass is kneeling. Feet high. So mm. where, where's kids meant to go and play football? Aussie. Keep the goals up. Yeah, Let them go and run about. In the good weather. That's common sense. Well, it, see, with, yeah. see football I, I've dealt with we now I had a kids um, football academy I've run amateurs for seven years yep. we, we, we live in the most upside down place in the world when the grass grows we stop playing football yep. mm-hmm. when it's yeah. terrible weather when it's snowing and blowing a gale yep. you're expecting for the grassroots right through to go and play good football and get a result they need to home their eyes and and this isn't it doesn't matter what I say it doesn't matter what MDA says is you need to have the, the final say. You've been in a professional place. This is your job as well. You you just need to get a hub together and, and I don't know. You, you The professional side of the game needs to do something about it because you are professionals. See when you are playing in the, football in, in the stadiums and you're looking out onto the terrace and who do you see? You're not going to see that. Mm-hmm. And in years to come, you're not going to see it because you're not going to have people employed. You're not going to have the grassroots football coming through. You need to do something about it. Ozzy, what's happening today on the phone? Are people on to you saying, what are we going to do about this? How can we have a voice to try and reverse yeah, I, this? I'm out of FIPBA now. Right. I'm stock car racing now, so I'm out of FIPBA. Okay. But I feel so strongly yeah. about it because I was involved with it all my life yeah. that there's so many people this is affecting and it, something needs done, but it needs done for you. are the guys with the voices. Mm. You are the guys with the radio programmes. You okay. are the guys that have got the contacts to professional game. Let's make a stand for the top down. Know the bottom up. Aussie, thanks very much for calling Go Radio Football Show because we are the voice of Glasgow Passionate and the West. About Passionate, Passionate, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. He's bang on. Of course. It's quite yeah. depressing, actually. To is. be fair, yeah. there's a lot of good people mm-hmm. at yeah. North Lanarkshire Council and they're trying to balance the mm-hmm. books. But remember all those years we had when, oh, we'll not put council tax up or whatever. Nobody wants things to go up, but it had to be paid for. And it was it was sucked away from the local councils. We lived in a never never land. Oh, we're not going to charge you more this year. Well, what was going to happen? And it's come back to bite us at the worst possible time with rampant inflation. I mean, the politicians listen to Hunter and Hockey on a Sunday morning. It's not a political program either, but they talk such great common sense from two inspirational people. Well, it's just a wee, just and a kind of similar thing you're talking about the city of Glasgow, which we all yep. love. And a wee walk. Um, around about a few yeah. Sunday mornings ago we aren't just what about using old Glasgow it's bogging and I know we all know yeah. people have got businesses bars restaurants yeah. they're begging to to yeah. clean the, the set up a focal point in the city that the mm-hmm. steps of the Donald Dewar 
statues bogging mm-hmm. absolutely it was it was horrible to see the, the, the city centre in such a state mm-hmm. that's a great point that everyone made there and Barry you're right and Aussie agreed the weather gets good in May and they, we, yeah, we stopped I, I the drive, pitches even if I'm no walking I drive yeah. past so many pitches that yeah. you would see goals up mm-hmm. that I took down in the summer let the kids go and kick about the, uh, the, the park cut the grass keep the goals up what's wrong with that Matt Busby uh, I was watching you know, watch my daughter playing football up there playing, uh-huh, playing yeah. that kind of thing even this week Paul my daughter's football team at East Coast Bright couldn't have yeah. any training this week because of the schools because of the clothes because of the the, oh, yeah. the actual yeah, yeah. stuff it was just yeah. all wee things that, that, that trigger mm-hmm. um, and have a domino effect you know yep I know kids have had really hard enough with the you know locking people up during Covid and they couldn't go out and they couldn't get to school it's just such a shame Aussie thank you so much for calling we will spot, we, we've been speaking on. Yeah, we've been speaking about it recently haven't we about the cost for young people or all, all ages to try and get involved in facilities see the cost of rent pitches as well yeah, I know, yeah. Paul, I know. It is ridiculous the yeah. price yeah. how are these boys clubs or girls clubs or whatever how, how can they afford it do you think anyone at the top of the game can help with this? I don't know. It's, I you know, it's worth it. It's got to be a concern, Paul. Yeah, Genuinely, sure. it's got to be uh, a concern. And Ozzy, right, you know, it's like, it, it, what Ozzy was saying there, and you mind you back in the day, Paul, like a, an old-fashioned newspaper campaign. Yeah, that's right. You know, sure. save our map, yeah. basically, the local paper, everybody, you know, yeah. getting, getting on side, putting pressure on politicians, putting pressure on the council. Let's find a way, let's yeah. find a way to keep them open, you know, and that that's, I don't know how you go about it now, it'd be like a social media, whatever, but, you're right, you can't just allow it to happen without a fight. No, they're, they're hubs for the community of course. as well. No, let's these, establish... These, some of these places, I mean, you, you mentioned another few. Yeah. I mean, back in the day, I've, I've played there. I've been at a, quite a number of the, yeah. the facilities, Paul. Yeah. Um, and, and they need to keep them up. They yeah. need to try and find a way. I understand money is tight, yeah. but they've got to come up with some sort of solution. Shots, I've played at Shots Juniors. Uh, so yeah. John Clark, the old Lisbon Lions, the manager, the late yeah. Frank McGarvey was in the team. Yeah. As well, Hannah Park, Jim Roger, of course, oh, of the most famous uh, ever Scottish uh, journalist, journalist yeah. lived, uh, lived in shots as well. So that's quite yep. sad it sure to is. hear that too. And to hear 39 community facilities really? across North Lanarkshire are, are going to close, they face closure. Listen, I hope the council can come to some new solution. Find their, I know they're finding some new places as well, and some of them might be better, which is great, but that's a huge funding gap. Let's hope it can be improved in the coming days and weeks. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. They pride themselves on honesty, integrity, quality and workmanship. Let's go! Looking to reduce your energy bills? Global Eco Energy install renewable energy products to domestic, commercial and public sector customers with a wide range of renewable energy products including solar PV, battery storage and air source heat pumps. We offer bespoke solutions for a free quote and to find out more about grants and funding options, go to global-eco.co.uk and quote Solar 10 for 10% off your installation. Available until 30th September 2023. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. Personal face-to-face advice on renewable energy products. Let's go! Paul Cooney with Barry Ferguson and Mark Guidi. It's the end of what's been a big, big week in the... Via play in the quarterfinals, so it's going to be Hibs Aberdeen on the Saturday. Yep, and then Sunday, the earlier game, it's Rangers against Hearts. Could it all change for Michael Beale if they win a tournament? I heard you earlier, Mark. I guess you think he needs to win this trophy. I know it's not until December, but it's massive for him. 
yeah, I've, I've, yeah, for Michael Beale, he's got to deliver uh, the trophy. If he doesn't deliver a trophy, Paul, I think the Rangers hierarchy and the Rangers supporters will find it unacceptable. And when that's the case, the, the outcome is inevitable. Having said that, who do you expect to win it? You'd have to see Rangers yep. as favourites, but I, I'm, I'm, I know it's very early in, in um, Nick Montgomery's tenure, but I really like the look of Hibs. Yep. There's something about them. And uh, if you'd ask me if it's not going to be Rangers, then I, I would. Uh, I would, I would take Hibs. The Celtic news that broke at five is that Rio Hitati has signed a new contract with Celtic. Barry, before we take a call, you're just thinking there about Rangers and the, the cup. It's a must. I mean, yeah. Plain and simple. They have to win it. They have to deliver a trophy. Um, and there's two games away from, from doing that. Um, and listen, the holders get put out. And I said it, Paul, when Celtic get put out against Kilmarnock. It's Rangers to throw away, in my opinion. So, listen, you've still got to get past hearts, understand that, but if you're looking at the bigger picture, Rangers have to make sure they bring that trophy back in the, is it the 17th of December? Is that the right? final, yeah, Sunday yeah. 17th, yeah. yeah. Just the week before the big fight, so probably. I, I yeah. would expect nothing less. Yeah. It has to happen. Sam Lammers has been speaking on behalf of Rangers today. He's been in front of the media and he's been talking, he knows, about the pressure they're under. I think there's pressure everywhere, so I've, I haven't been surprised, like I said. When I came here, I said it already, every game we need to win and this is the pressure I like. I want to uh, play for prizes, so with that comes comes uh, pressure for the whole team and uh, this is normal. Normal at the big clubs. Let's go on the lines, Barry and Mark, 0808 17 17 700. Kevin's on the line, a Celtic fan. Good evening, Kevin. How are you doing, buddy? You alright? How are you doing, Mark? Mark uh, Barry? Yeah. Hi, Kevin. How are you doing, Kevin? Oh, good. Kevin, what's in your mind? Good news tonight? Oh, brilliant news with Rio Hattati. And see, just before I start, I want to say, I've not had a chance to speak to Barry, but I, I know Derek was on a couple of weeks ago. Barry, I think you're a brilliant pundit, mate. I'm a Celtic fan. I think you're brilliant for the radio station, mate. So keep it up, keep, keep up the good work, mate. You're doing great. Uh, Thanks for that, Ken. Don't bother, mate. Uh, Rio Hattati, mate, I think it's brilliant news for the club. Um, I'm, listen, I'm not, I'm not silly, though. I think it's more... Celtic protecting their investment, which is wise business. Because I think Leo Hattati, if we get another, if we get this, if we get another season with him. I think it, it could be off if he impresses. And I think it's just a case of protecting the investment rather than getting carried away and saying, "Oh, Leo's committed himself to 2028. He's going to be here for the next three, four, five years." I don't think that's going to happen. So I think it's a great bit of business for the club, um, and it's good just, just, just good to just get that out of the way. Because I think it must be tough. Barry probably know better than anybody. If you've got contract stuff on your mind, it could maybe affect your performance a wee bit. So hopefully now that that's under the under the bridge, we can uh, we can start seeing the mm. best Rio Hattati again. Um, so I think it's delighted with the news, mate. To be honest with you, and looking forward yeah. to this week's games game as well. So Barry, that's all good. Yeah, that's a good point from Kevin about your yeah. mindset. Yeah, but I think it's a brilliant piece of business. As I said, listen, he's it's been a bit stop start from this season, but you can see game by game he's starting to get fit, uh, fitter and fitter and I think they've signed him to obviously protect the investment and I think if he continues the form that he's shown since he's been at Celtic this season Rangers are, uh, sorry Celtic are going to get top dollar for him I think he's got all the attributes you want in a midfielder you can get about the pitch you can pass it brilliant range of passing um, works really hard uh, and he's got a goal in him as well so they're the attributes you would look for in a midfielder and as I said, I think Celtic will 
offload him at some stage because mm. that's what naturally happens yeah. when you're a very good player and Rio Hattati certainly falls into that category Mark and of course he would be wanted for the Champions League it's a great stage for Celtic and for him yeah he's 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 a kind of player that can help Celtic win games at that level and Paul and obviously the, the, the next one is on, the, on Wednesday night at home to Lazio and, and as Barry said you know, you, you'll see him getting better and better as he just gets up to, to, to full speed with his match fitness getting to grips with just you know whatever um, we tweaks that Brendan Rodgers wants to, to, to make in his game compared to what he was used to with Ange Postecoglou but ultimately he's he's a top player what you're doing right now with him is you've just put an arm around the shoulder you've given him it'll be a, a lovely hike and his wages yeah. so he'll be feeling happy and it, I would imagine I'd imagine at least a 50% hike in his wage yeah. so if he's come in around about the 10 grand a week mm -hmm. mark I'm sure he'll be up to uh, at least 15 if not more um, and he deserves it Paul yeah. he deserves it you know when you think what Celtic have paid for him he wouldn't have been coming in and fortunes in terms of what some of the other players in the squad would be getting so you're rewarding him uh, you're saying you're a big part of it as a new manager he wants you you're wanted stay here and by the way like you've seen with players over the years at Celtic when the time is right for all parties and it's a right good bid you can go and go with our best wishes but right now we need you focused there's a title race on there's a massive game tomorrow mm -hmm. at Fir Park and then it's Champions League on Wednesday so what's not to like and here's here's a lovely wee rise for you yeah. for, rise for you you know Bosh. go out and the, yeah. enjoy a, a glass of wine and a, and a nice meal tomorrow night to celebrate Kevin what are you thinking about the next two games Motherwell tomorrow uh, well I spoke to you last week uh, you asked me that I think yep. Motherwell's going to be a, a really tough game they, they've had a great start they in St Martin so um so it's got to be tough. It's always really tough at Fir Park anyway, yeah. so um, it's not going to be easy. Obviously, I'm confident that we're going, to, we're going to have too much for them in the end, uh, especially with the players that we can bring off the bench and stuff like that. I think we will we'll get out of the line. We're not going to, I'd be, certainly be surprised if we hammered them. I think it's got to be a 2-1 oh, sure. job, something like that. We might even have to come from behind. Um, I think it's got to be tough, but I think we'll win. Lazio, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm confident we can win. They've, they've not had, you don't want to read too much in here, but they've not had a great start. Was it three defeats, a draw, yeah. or, uh, and a win, I think, or some of like that? Um, they've not had the best start, so it's, it's probably a, as good a time as any to play them before they really kick into gear. Um, but it's going to, that's certainly not going to be easy. I did say to Mark during the week as well if you've got any chance of finishing at least third, we need to win at least two of our home games, and I think this is one of them that we need to win. Mark, no question. That's partly why the manager came here, isn't it? For nights like this, yeah. Lazio, yeah. but they need to start winning. They do. They, they, they've, not, they've not won enough games in, in, yeah. in Europe in, in recent years, particularly in the Champions League. Last campaign, there was a lot of positives. The Celtic fans had a, you know, had a lot to smile about, but ultimately they finished bottom of the group with two points. Um, I think only scored four goals, conceded 15. Um, so you, you don't want that again. You know, you want it to be better than that. And what you don't want to be come 10 o'clock on Wednesday night is sitting with, with, with no points from, from out of six. So, yeah, I agree with Kevin. I think it'll probably take six points to have a chance at um, third place. That's the, 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 the immediate goal is to avoid finishing bottom. Uh, but they're, they're, uh, they need to really produce some points because they're not, you know, Kevin said, you know, that's who having a great start. I said, well, that's yeah. fine. The Celtic are top in the league, but we're talking different levels, Serie yeah. A. Yeah, but where, where, where's the evidence Celtic need to produce something special that we've not seen and you, yeah play you know you can't just play well for an hour you know and what Celtic did last season and again 
and finally we're talking about Rio Hotati decision making and Rio, Rio Hotati made the wrong decision at that level he chose to shot rather than slide in Kyogo nil nil five yard yeah. pass lifts his head a wee bit more composure boom uh, you know, you go a goal up so that's the kind of thing that, that they need to um, improve I hope it happens for them Wednesday night love to see Celtic winning um, in the Champions League but they'll need, they'll need to really go some to, to do it Thanks Kevin next up it's Reagan on the line 0808 17 17 700 Hi Reagan. Paul it's good to be thanks for having me Good to hear you What's in your mind tonight? I want to speak about the Real Hattati um, new contract I think it's a great bad business for both the player and the I, and obviously Celtic, Paul. Mm-hmm. I think in terms of the whole situation, I think it's great for Celtic to get their uh, selling value spot on for the play as well. Because I think Rio Hattati is a special player. I do think he'll probably go yeah. in the summer window, Paul, but I think it's a great move by the club again. And it just shows you the the the, the, the progression that they've made over the past couple of years. Um, nailing down the, the big the, the, the big players the big uh, contracts as well I think the next one will probably be Matt O'Reilly yeah I think he, he'll probably sign up um, next but yeah I'm, I'm pretty positive Paul Barry I was interested you said a few minutes ago that he will you know he will eventually go yeah. somewhere else maybe next season or whatever what kind of money and where could you see him fitting in I'm interested more he, about he where he'd play <clears throat> or what, what uh, where club? he'd play what kind of, what kind of club Listen, he's easy like playing the Premier League, Paul. <clears throat> There's no doubt in my mind about that. What value? Well, you'd be looking at fifteen million pound. Mm. I would reckon. Certainly with a lengthy contract that Celtic have signed him up on, and he's a he is a real modern day midfielder. And but what I mean about that is, you've got to be like an athlete nowadays, and he's certainly a very good athlete. But mixed in with that, the boy can play. There's no yeah. no no doubt about that. Um, and he's been a brilliant find and I've been really, really impressed with him. He's had a slow start, but that's through injury. And it takes you a bit of time to come up, get up to speed, sorry, should I say. But once he's up to speed, he's such an important player for, for Celtic. And Mark, it's only natural because of, you know, he was brought in by Ange. Yeah. Part of that really successful couple of years. Mm-hmm. It would only be natural that he maybe thinks, oh, could I be at Tottenham? Could you see him fit in at Tottenham? Yeah, I could, I could see him being able to play. You know, when you look at some of the the, the players, Paul Down, if he keeps progressing at the, at the rate and, and what, you know, what he what he now needs to go and do is, for example, Wednesday night, go and make a name for himself, go, go and do something. You know, that's what happened with Victor Van Yama, Virgil Van Dyke, those guys. You know, they, they they went and did something pretty special mm-hmm. on the European stage, and, and it catapulted their value and uh, enhanced their reputations. And that's what we all know. Hatati's a very good player at this level in Scotland domestically can can boss games week in week out now go and step it up a level and that's when you know a Spurs or whatever it may be but could you see him going down the road and playing aye for, for, for sure what's his value who knows Paul yeah I'd probably agree with Barry in around the 15 but if he has a really good year and produces it and Celtic in Europe after Christmas he plays a part it could be his value could be more than that Reagan, we haven't talked about him for weeks but the Jota name keeps coming up because of the crazy situation you know, he's gone there he's not playing at all yeah. um, do you think about him do you think gosh is there a way you could get him back I think um, I think if you're the, the Celtic fans that if they sold real attack for, for, in the excess of 20 million pounds and got Jota back I think they would stab your hand off for that Paul I, I think Jota would be someone that Brendan would like to work with 
I think it's just unfortunate that from George's point of view, there's no one to uh, Saudi Arabia, but I think he's a very good player, Paul, and I, I, would like to, I would definitely like to see him back. Such a waste, Barry, isn't it? That he's not it's a waste playing. of talent, yeah. There's no doubt, and I'm, I'm sure he's he'll be kicking his, himself with, with a decision, but you can't knock it. You can't knock him for going, Paul. Look, Celtic at twenty four million pound, I think it was, and his wages will be um, they'll be scary. So I'm not going to knock somebody for going um, and doing it. It's not worked out, and I think Celtic would be crazy if they if they don't look at trying to get him back because he was a hero here. You got him on loan. He's certainly impressed, and um, it's, a, it's another real good bit of business. You, you buy him for what six six and a half yeah. million pound. You offload them for a eighteen million pound profit. Yep, he's a he's a he's a player I call a, a difference maker. Final third, Paul. He can win a game. Uh, on you go, Reagan. Uh, pa- yep. Paul, I just wanted to ask you guys. I know you were talking about the Motherwell Celtic uh, match, but I'm really disappointed that that game's not on TV, Paul. I'm really disappointed because I thought this would be a showcase for their game, and I thought Motherwell playing well, Celtic are playing well. I thought it'd be a pepper. I'll the opportunity right. for the game to be on TV. Mark? Yeah, you're, you're right, Reagan. Obviously, you would expect that kind of fixture to be to be on Sky Sports, but but it's not. And I think it's probably because of the Ryder Cup scheduling, um, um, Reagan, that that's kind of um, going to dominate uh, Sky Sports over the next two or three days. I've even got a kind of reduced uh, live coverage of, of English games um, down the down south because of it. But the reason that it's a half 12 kickoff tomorrow is that um, it's on pay per view. So Motherwell decided to put that game on pay per view. So if I think if you go to Motherwell TV, I don't know if you if you also get that in Celtic TV. I'm not sure, but certainly a direct link to to Motherwell TV. You can watch it if you're not inside the stadium. But yeah, it's not on Sky Sports. But I think um, the Ryder Cups going to get the all the headlines this weekend. I think that was news to us, Barry, wasn't it? Yeah, I was going to tune in. Yeah. Um, so I'm not going to tune in anymore. <laughs> I, I need to obviously go on to Motherwell TV or whatever and, yeah. and pay a. A tenor or Celtic it, TV. Peter Grant's going to be on it. If, uh, if I'm it. going to Model TV. Honestly, Barry and Peter and Andy and Oz were in great form. In fact, has anyone seen Oz? Do we know where he is? Craig Moore. Well, he's, he's yeah. alive. That's a good thing. Oh, that's good news. <laughs> he's he's alive. Alive. Ah, he was great. <laughs> Honestly, see, seeing them together because we obviously heard all the stories about how the teams that play together, you know, enjoy it. It was great fun. I don't know how we got there, Reagan. So I know I always like to ask prediction tomorrow. I know it's going to be tough. So Stephen last night, Stephen Reside said he thought 2-1 Celtic, but you know it's going to be tight, but he didn't expect to beat them. Do you think maybe Motherwell will be even more dangerous because they are so disappointed? They feel they let themselves down at Rangers. They felt they had a chance to at least equalise. Does it worry you a little bit? I think it does, Paul, especially because... Um, I watched Motherwell against Rangers last week. I thought they played really well. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought they'd get some really good players. I know Stephen was saying last night there's a lot of uh, people that are on the absence table, but I think they've got a lot of good players. Motherwell, and I think the big thing for them as well is a good brand of football. Stuart Kettlewell's got them playing well, and I think also you need to factor in that whoever plays for Celtic in that number one uh, position, Paul. I'm sure so Kettlewell the first thing he'll say is to try and go in and, and test the goalkeeper because he's not played in a while so if he's going to be doing a secret that'll be something that Motherwell will, 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 will plan for as well yeah, 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 you're right I think Stuart Kettlewell will, will mention that too and you know credit when you think about it to, to Stuart Kettlewell and the players 
because nobody, nobody's mentioned Kevin Van Veen this season. They lost their <laughs> top match. I mean, that's, <laughs> yeah. That would be like the, the equivalent of Celtic losing Kyogo. Yeah. You know, they lost Van Veen yeah. and yet the fact that he's not been mentioned and they're still thriving um, without him is you know, a real credit to, to everybody at the club. Did, did they not sign the boy that was at St. Johnson? He struggled. Yeah, Theo Bear. Yeah, Theo yeah, Bear, yeah. yeah. He struggled. Yeah. Yeah. To be fair, I mean, <laughs> I watched him at the weekend. I, I thought he was, was good. good at the weekend. Yeah. And I watched, obviously, last season at St. Johnson. I thought he struggled at yeah. times. But listen, sometimes it takes a move to a different club, a different manager. But I liked him. As I said to you, Lennon Miller, I liked him. <sighs> Slattery was good. Yeah. I, I was impressed. Yeah, I was impressed yeah. with him. Uh, Spittle is another one who. Um, look to part but they're, they're, they're a handy team Muddle um, it'll, be a, it'll be a tough one for Celtic but I just think Celtic mm. have too much yeah. quality and the thing that goes against Muddle albeit they're a good football team people enjoy going to Fur Park now because yeah. Yeah. The, the, pitch, oh, the, yeah. the pitch is an absolute joke yeah, it's, it's unbelievable yeah. Regan are you in Motherwell? where do you live? no I don't I live in Bailison Paul Bailison so you're not that far away close enough on that run no I I was just thinking about the North Lanarkshire and the closure of so many of the the names and and we've all heard of them over the years I wondered if that was affecting you because you know these community Um, facilities are massive for all of us yeah Yeah, no Paul they definitely are uh, my uncle who stays in Bells Hill Mm -hmm. he's close to the Martin Busby I've talked to him about it earlier it's just so disappointing Paul because I've seen to you guys before I, I go to the gym the gym quite a lot. Yeah. It really helps me with my mental, my mental health as well and my physical health. So it's really disappointing to see all these places closed and hopefully they can find a solution because it's like like the person who was on earlier said as well. It's football is a massive part. Of football, no matter if it's if it's playing football for for younger people or adults, it's a big part of sc- uh, Scottish people and what we do. What we do. Yeah. So I hope that people can. Share this and manage to sort it out because um, everybody in Scotland enjoys football and to take that away from sure. people as well, it's not, it's not fair. And of course, it's swimming as well. It's, it's all sorts of exercises. You know, my daughters would go there, the Matt Busby, for dancing and all that kind of thing. Yeah, right. If they're not, I'm really worried for the communities, yeah. not just football. If these places are closing, this is incredible. This is what we should be talking about, as Ozzy said earlier on, um, instead it's, of off at, at tangents about issues that don't affect most of us. We need yeah. to get real. Well, but, I mean, Ozzy mentioned it, Paul, in terms of his local area, and Barry and I were talking yeah. about it in the, in the break. You know, shops as well, community shops. Yeah. You, you don't yeah. see them, you know, they're all closing down. It's it's not nice. Some of them can, can be really, really un, un, unpleasant. And uh, Ozzy hit the nail on the head, you know, Voices need to be heard, and mm. and you know South, um, North Lanarkshire, yep. if they can, mm. be considered. Just try and try and find another way. Just try and if, if possible, mm. try and find another way. And Scottish government as well. We're you know it's the people's money. The funding mm. goes through there through Edinburgh Scottish government. Re- Regan, do us a favour. Yeah. Take Paul Cunet at the gym with you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he needs a workout. Oh, he needs a workout. <laughs> Regan, what's your score just before we go tomorrow? <laughs> uh, I'm going to go for a free two, Paul. 3-2 to Celtic ah, Barry's giving yeah, his Yeah I was going to I was going to go, going to go? Exact yeah. same score as, as Regan 3-2 okay. to Celtic Alright you two take over then Yeah Mark They're ganging up on us uh, I, I, Okay Regan I think I'm right in saying Paul That the last time Brendan Rodgers went to Motherwell He was 2-0 down And, and it took a last minute Tom Rogic I don't know if you guys remember the game ah, Celtic yeah. won 4-3 wow. And Tom Rogic scored that wonderful goal 
the last yep. minute. There's a name. He's not got a club. He's not got a club. He left West Brom in the summer. There's a, a guy. Uh, a so he's sitting doing nothing. Yep. Doing nothing. We need to go for this commercial message. Thanks so much, Reagan. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. Access to a wide range of renewable energy and energy efficient products. Let's go. Great show last night with uh, Leanne Crichton on the show and Stephen McGinnon. Great news, Barry. Baby on the way for Leanne and Marianne. It was brilliant news we spoke about it in the show last night. Yeah, yeah, I get told yeah. last week. So, yeah, yeah brilliant news. Um, she obviously wasn't there last night. She has to watch herself, uh, obviously. Indeed, yeah. um, Stephen was, but he was well behaved because he's the Falkirk captain and hopefully back soon. Oh, very professional. Yeah, yeah he only had 10 pints. <laughs> <laughs> he's joking, John. The managers listen. They oh, all listen. Yeah. Hopefully he's back, back soon. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. a bit frustrated with obviously getting the, the new operation. But yeah. listen, I'm sure he'll get back. Um, Falkirk are, are, are doing, I mean, sitting pretty yeah. comfy at the top of the league. Was it Kelty last week? They went yeah, five one. Yeah, 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 five one. So it'll be important for Stephen to get back fit and get back playing because I think he can still offer a lot to that Falkirk team. September's been a big month for them, and it wasn't like Barry when you're out though. You, you want your teammates to do well, but part of you must be wanting to get back into the team. As yeah, soon when as. they're doing well, yeah. obviously it's hard for the manager to change. Um, but I'll, I'll be honest, I never sat in the stand and I wanted him to get beat. But whoever was playing in my position, I want him to have a nightmare. <laughs> as long as the the, the one, because um, yeah. listen, managers generally when the team's winning, they generally don't change uh, a winning formula. Sure. I heard Danny Murphy on with Jim White the other day on Talk Sport. Jim's on the way up for the Walter Smith Memorial Dinner tomorrow night in Glasgow. It's Jim has come up for it. Sir Alex Ferguson's going to be there. Graham Souness. Uh, many others as well in tribute to your old gaffer yeah tonight. I was invited but yes. I, I had some, something on Paul that I, I couldn't change um, so yeah but it's a big dinner a lot of massive names you've mm. just mentioned uh, three of them there so yeah it's, um, it's going to be a brilliant night unfortunately I can't make mm. it but he's getting a, a brilliant turnout. But well done to James and the Mortimer family for organising it, helping a number of charities, Mark, including mm. the Cobride Hospice, which they've worked tirelessly yeah. for for many, many years. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They, they, they do. The, the Mortimer family after yep. um, uh, Donna, of course, Donna, and Donna's yeah. uh, memory. Ward, and then, yeah. um, yep. you know, um, doing this for, for, uh, for Walter uh, Smith. And I, I think it's to get a, a coach him as well, like for the... For the uh, like a minibus yeah, and, and what was named the variety uh, club and different Brilliant. things too so yeah lots of lots of great um, causes Paul great so Danny was speaking with Jim and Simon and he was saying something that I remember you saying before that if you were ever out the team it's not so much for you Barry and I'm not just saying that because he was obviously you know first choice but if he was injured and he was out and then he was back he wanted straight back into the team but managers wouldn't always bring you straight back in because mm. if somebody maybe not as good a player but if they're playing really well and he said no if he didn't give it you the party line he said the truth is every player is desperate to get back into his position or her position no question yeah but, but when you're out injured yeah, yeah you, you come back and um, fortunately my injuries were during the close season where if I was getting an operation I would be back for the kind of pre-season or midway through pre-season but yeah, as soon as you get back, you want to get back in, and it depends on how the the team's doing, and and generally in, in your position, if if players are playing well and they're winning games of football, Paul, you're you're going to find it hard to get back in. You just need to wait for that opportunity. You need to be patient, but it's not a, an easy thing being patient when you're you're wanting to obviously play um, games of football. 
Mark, someone who has to be patient is Tony Rosslyn, Scottish international player. He's signed an extended contract. Mm. He doesn't always play. In fact, often he doesn't, but he's got to keep himself ready and got to keep himself focused. Just keep him on learning, keep working, um, keep listening to what I'm you know, being told to do. And, um, you know, I've got a great coaching staff that um, I work under and um, I just try and learn every day and trying to just, like I say, every day I come into training, I just try and treat it as a new day and, and, and put, you know, hard work in. Um, and, you know, it's my job at the end of the day to perform when the chance comes around. So I'll always keep myself um, in the best possible shape and the best possible mindset so when that time comes that I'm there and I can I do my job for the team and that's that's what I'll do Mark not everyone can be a, an automatic starter no but you, you need a squad um, yeah. Paul and, and, and Anthony Ralston you know have, have called upon it has been good you know he's been a good stand-in for, for Alistair Johnson um, you know, he's been in and around the Celtic team what six seven years now can, I think his debut was, was a kid under um, under Brendan Rodgers uh, was Barcelona one night I think in the Champions League so yeah, you've got that, and you've got to be mindful as well as, as all the clubs are now Paul um, guys like Tony Ralston are so important because of the, the homegrown rule that's required for the Champions League squad so you've got to have a certain amount of Scots um, in there that's come through the system so Tony Ralston ticks that box so you've got to keep these guys involved keep them hungry and make them feel um, a part of it and maybe that's just where he's but unfortunately like for example he would have probably played in midweek at 90 minutes under his belt had Celtic still been involved in the, in the in the League Cup but you just got to keep yourself tuned in keep motivated and uh, credit to him and to the club for, for sorting out another new contract Two things from Rangers now here's Sam Lammer speaking today about tomorrow's match it's going to be a cracker with Aberdeen I think they had a good couple of games they started not so well this season but since the European game they I think they didn't lose, so uh, yeah, like I said, it's a big game. It's an important game for us. Three days, third game this uh, this week, but for them as well, so uh, this can be an excuse. And yeah, looking forward. And the manager, Michael Beale. We heard earlier from Brendan Rodgers a bit about his philosophy and what's been happening. Here's uh, Michael Beale speaking about the development of his squad. I think goals per minute, Cyril's done well and, and Seam has done well and Danilo before he got injured had done well, as, as good as anybody in the in the league. Would they like to have done more and have they had opportunities to do more? Yeah, I, I think so and I think they would agree with that. But where we are right now is, is, is Cyril, Abdullah and Sam have an opportunity to play and through that we'll give them rhythm for sure. I thought Sam was very good first half the other night. I thought Abdullah was in moments of the game. His pace and his direct running was very, very important to the match as well. And So look, there's, there's opportunities for them. I think Sifuentes is getting stronger the more he gets to know the team. I thought the midfield functioned well the other night. It was nice to see Ridvan come back in. A heck of a goal really, which... Uh, I didn't really mention after the game, but his first goal for Rangers, it was a fantastic goal. And he brought, he showed the difference, really, what he brings to the team, to Borna. Having said that, I thought Borna's pass for our third goal was a particularly good pass as well. So we, we seem to have some strength in, in that area at left back. And, and I'm, you know, I keep telling everyone at some point, I need to give him the opportunity to show it. Dujon Sterling's a heck of a player as well, who's obviously competing with James Tavernier so in the fullback positions I feel we've got strength right now Do you feel the same Barry the strength in the fullback berths Yeah that, that's what you want but Paul yeah. you, if you want to try and be successful you need to have strength and depth and that's what Rangers have got the only problem is the new signings have still got to prove to me they've got to prove a level of consistency in terms of Sam Lammers you can tell technically he's, he's a good player um, but I want to see it 
on a consistent basis I don't want to see it for 10-15 minutes in the first half and then you don't see much more yeah. after that um, but again there's injuries so these the three players that you mentioned there Seema Dessers and Lammers who are three new signings they have now got an opportunity to go and nail down a, a starting slot but they need to they need to do better for me in games but Seema's you can see he's starting to grow, in a, a, grow with a bit of confidence Lammers as I said has done it and bits and bobs throughout games and Dessers I still think have to see the reason why Michael Beale um, brought him to the club for three and a half million pounds Jack's been on the socials at Go Football Show says Barry Mark will you give us your teams for tomorrow who do you think Rangers will play and Mark would you give us the Celtic lineup before we finish back to Sam Lammers who's been speaking about injuries yeah I think it's clear that there's a lot of injuries especially also in the attacking uh, in the attack so not extra, but uh, the options in attack we have right now is are quite thin. So uh, no, I'm, every game I, I want to do good, but I'm ready for the for this challenge. And I think even though there's a lot of injuries, I think we showed last game that there's still uh, more than enough quality if we if we stick together. So yeah, yeah this up, is positive. Up front, Danilo obviously still out, and Kim Arif, we're waiting to hear, but let's hope he's not out for long, Barry. Yeah, for, for his sake, because yep. he's worked ever so hard to get back um, fit. He's found himself um, starting a, a few games. In my opinion, if you've got him fit and he's 100%, Paul, he's, he's still the best centre-forward for me um, at, at Rangers. And what he does is he does the hardest thing in the game. He, he knows where the back of the net is. Mark, Mark Michael Beale's also been speaking about Ben Davies, who seemed to be, was we thought he's he was on his he, move. He's yeah. been really good, Paul. You, you, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm having him just now. Good. Yep, and that's what I wanted. You see, I never seen enough. Again, he was a player that was brought um, by Geo, in fact, um, for four million pound, I think, for Liverpool. And I was looking, thinking, I need to see more. But since he's come back in, his first start, I think it was St. Johnson at McDermott Park. He's been really good. He's been one of Rangers' most consistent performer, uh, performers over the the last four games. Mark, you're having him. Ben Davies. Ben Davies, yeah. I mean, he's a real t- tidy footballer. He, I mean, he's another one that's been really unlucky uh, with injuries. But I remember him at Preston, Paul. He was well, well quoted. Um, Celtic certainly had him had him scouted. I think he was a captain at, um, at Preston and, and got his move um, to, to Liverpool. So, yeah, um, I think he's the kind of player that he can get into a rhythm. He's a really good uh, football player. He's not like one of your, you know, old-fashioned centre-halves. He's, he's a footballing... Um, central defender and, and yeah. culture that's the word and he can handle it he can absolutely handle it no problem about that um, I told him when he was nearly away Stoke City tried to get him they yeah. wanted him um, terms couldn't be agreed the last day of the window and he stayed at Rangers and, and, and there he's in the team he's got an important goal too here's Michael Beale speaking about the defender with Ben when I came into the club um, he played probably the first 17-18 games straight out and our record in that time, if you remember, was very, very strong. So he built a relationship with Connor very quickly. Towards the end of the season, he was injured. He came come back to pre-season with another injury. There was a lot of noise in the air about us looking for another left-sided centre-half and I think people got confused with thinking we wanted to replace Ben. We just wanted another left-side centre-half because when he was injured in the first half of last season and at the end of the season... We was having to play people on their wrong side and I wanted the left foot balance. But my relationship with Ben's always been strong. We had some honest conversations about where he can improve. But 
as he said himself, it was never in the plan to sell. And also you have to have an offer that you think is right. I think every player at a club in Scotland, if the offer's right, then you're listening. But there was never an offer that ever got anywhere near it. And Ben was just focusing on getting fit, if I'm honest. After the break, we're going to hear from Mark and Barry, their predictions for this weekend. And we're getting calls coming in and socials. Dom is on saying, Paul, um, that discussion about the closures of community facilities in North Lanarkshire is happening in other areas as well. And he feels not enough has been done to support football and he helps with boys and girls football so Dom has been on there's lots of people coming on a real groundswell Mark people want to have a voice and to try to do whatever they can to keep these facilities open yeah um, you know whether you, you, you take a team you give up your time whether you're a parent you're watching your son or your daughter playing um, or whether you play yourself you know amateur open age football whatever it may be game of five a size you say Paul go to the swimming dance classes yeah. all the different things that are involved in these hubs obviously we highlight football because our football yeah. shorts the number one sport in the country but it's it's all the other things that go about Barry Mace as well people will be losing jobs it's yeah. not just about sure. you know, facilities yeah. not being available for, for recreation um, it's the other that kicks into mental health so it's all the different domino um, effect and we do need to do something because sport is so important for so many things in uh, in the country to so many people it's a, it's a huge part of our lives for sure no thing as well parents taking their children yeah. to these hubs then they can sit and have a wee coffee with other mm. parents and, and have a, a good old, old chat there's, there's a lot involved and, and hopefully we are just talking about it for when Ozzy phoned up for mm. 10 or 15 minutes and you're repeating it again Hopefully that will gather a bit of noise and, and hopefully something will get done about it. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. Find out more about the funding options available at global-eco.co.uk. Let's go! Final section, it has flown in tonight. Didn't feel that way in the first 20 minutes or so, but just after last night, we had a great night, thanks to everyone involved. Right, we're looking forward to the weekend, the Ryder Wait, Cup. Did you so, have any to eat last night, Paul? Yeah, I did, a little bit of the chicken was good, yeah. Yeah, yeah I thought um, the food was really was good. Magnificent. I like the yeah. wee bite, sometimes <laughs> that's better than yeah, a, yeah. a big sit down. Um, Shall we rate the plate? Because you're always saying about Crofty and Grado, right, Barry, how good, how good were the chicken wings? They're good, I've had better. Right. Okay. Yeah. I've had better. Grado, over to you. I, just, I think it was a sauce. We, we had a discussion okay. oh, last yeah. night. Right. Uh, I couldn't get, I, to, and the fact, I couldn't get nearly chicken yeah. wings because of. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was just, standing there, man. Oh, brilliant. I couldn't wait. Oh, I can't oh, think. It's, it's, it's a nice place there. Macaroni cheese was yeah, lovely. Oh, lovely. That was macaroni good. That was very good. French fries were nice. I'm fading you both down. The producer is looking at me, giving me daggers. Sunday morning, don't forget, 11 till 12, and I really. You should listen or download it wherever you get your apps. Special guest on the Hunter and Hockey Business Show is going to be Andrew Morrison, founder of AMBID and APMP. It's Global 2022 Global Thought Leader of the Year. I should have read that first, shouldn't I? So, a Global Thought Leader of the Year. His name, Andrew Morrison, is going to be on on Sunday morning. And actually, the stuff they talk about with Tom and Willie is... You can't miss it. You shouldn't miss it. It's really important for us, the people here in the west of Scotland, because they care about what's happening. And my goodness, we're under pressure, aren't we? Closures and all the rest of it. It's tough for the local authorities. There's no question. A lot of people, too many to mention, but are been on the socials saying, you know, something needs to happen to help people. You heard Reagan, our caller, and he said he goes to the gym um, to help with his disability and also his mental health. Yeah. It's not rocket science. It really isn't. We don't need to go and get reports that they pay consultants for. 
come on. I don't have a solution, but we're not going to give up on this one. I think more people, we need to try to get the resources in the right areas to help the most number of people. Right, this weekend, shall we go through the card? Um, huge game down south, just while uh, we get together on that oh, one. Yeah. What about Tottenham-Liverpool? Yeah, and against uh, Jürgen, yeah. Yeah, yeah that'll, be, that'll be a cracker um, at, uh, at Spurs um, Stadium. The goals in it, that's for sure. Both teams will sure. score. Um, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised Liverpool haven't lost this season. Right enough. Mm. I, was, I was at Anfield on Wednesday night, went down to see Liverpool. Um, Leicester, watched yep. the game. Uh, ben Doak played for an hour. <laughs> Yeah. Played really well, great taking on the fullback. Uh, James Justin, a few cross balls in, um, two. Really like to look at him. Anyway, what's your point? I think yeah. Liverpool will win 3 2. Liverpool to win 3 2. Yeah. And Ben Doak, we're interested, Barry. Yeah, I've I, I seen that he obviously played uh, 60 odd minutes, and it's brilliant. I, I, yeah. You'll have seen young players, um, and certainly, I mean, he, he's obviously a special talent. Obviously, we forcing his way. Into that that Liverpool team, he's always in the eighteen as as well. He played last week. He started the game in the Europa League. Um, so yeah, brilliant. And I think again, he's another player that I think we're going to. I expect big things, but Scotland again. I've used the word a few times. I think they've got a brilliant player um, and a. A special one at that. Why don't we go down and see him maybe somewhere during the season? Let's go to Liverpool and go down and uh, run the rule over him. That would be absolutely magnificent. The headlines tonight, Hatate signs <sighs> a new extended deal at Celtic. So that's good news there. Cameron Carter-Vickers rejoined the team in training today. Should be match fit by mid-October. So that's after the international break. And Nat Phillips could be available for the Lazio game. Might be too soon, but he is back in training. And for Rangers, Tom Lawrence, I'm afraid, out until after the international break. So that's mid-October. Um, but where do you find out about Kmar Roof? But you know, with a bit of luck, maybe the groin strain will not be... Well, we just we don't know at the moment. Uh, news that came out today, Barry, We the, the Cup semi-finals. It's not going to be a 50-50 split. Uh, the Rangers fans are going to be occupying the South, the North and the West stands at Hamden for the three o'clock kick-off on November the 5th. That seems fair, doesn't it? You happy with that? Yeah, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to the the game. Um, certainly, getting back at Hamden, that's what you want. You want to get into the semi-finals. You want to have the opportunity to to make the final. And as I said, Paul, the pressure's on Rangers, but you've they've got to be able to handle the pressure because um, I'm sure the manager will be saying privately to the players, um, he's expecting them to win it, and the fans are certainly demanding that they, they win the the league cup. And the other one's a good one as well, Hibs against Aberdeen. We'll talk about it, obviously, in the coming weeks. But Mark, one of the stories tonight, Stephen Naismith is looking at the international break for the international keeper, Craig Gordon, could be back in training every day as normal. That's in the Edinburgh Evening News. And that would be good news. Would he get back in to Scotland in time, do you think? I, I certainly wouldn't rule it out. Um, Paul, you know, he, he's been a, he's certainly got un, unbelievable um, ability. His character, you know, the, the different setbacks that he's had and he's his career and I'm sure he'll have he'll have made that a, a proper target for himself to, to be you know provide McGetty and I'm sure we will to beat the Euros um, next summer as part of that Scotland squad maybe not necessarily yep. as number one because um, I think that's up for grabs but uh, Craig Gordon first and foremost need to dislodge uh, Xander Clark uh, sure. as Hearts yeah. goalkeeper and then uh, see what that takes him but just on a general level for him to be back fit again Great new, I mean, he's what 40 41, so just terrific to see him still going at such a high level. Can I just say, it's Angus Gunn, isn't it? Yeah, what did I've, been really, I've been really yeah. impressed, yeah. really impressed yeah. with him. Really solid, yeah. He's and he kind of remind 
reminds me. He's a old. bit like Craig Gordon, the kind of mm-hmm. stature of him. Um, but he's come into the Scotland team and I, I tell you what, he's, he's really impressed me. And he gives you a confidence. And that's what you yeah, got from Craig yeah, Gordon. He's, he's got all the yeah. attributes. Mm-hmm. Um, his old man was a that's Brian Gunner. Yeah, that's right, Gunn, yeah. yeah. Aberdeen yeah. and Norwich legend. Proper, okay. proper legend at Norwich, yeah. Right, the um, it will be the... Is it a pie supper tonight? Sausage supper? What are you going to have? Uh, four pickles as well. Fantastic. <laughs> Just so they know yep. there. Yep. Um, Hamilton against Dannon tonight is on at 7.45 in League One and in the Lowland League East Stirling against Hearts. Right, tomorrow, 12.30, Motherwell against Celtic. Barry, you were saying earlier, five goals, you think? Yeah, yeah. yep. I, I think it's going to be a, a really good game. Um, but yeah, I, I just think uh, Celtic will have too much quality. So I'm going to go a high-scoring um, game with Celtic winning by three goals to two. Mark, what do you reckon? I think as we mentioned a few times tonight, I'm going to go for a really tight 2-1-1 for Celtic. 2-1 for Celtic. Let's get the final word from uh, Brendan Rogers. If you missed it, he was talking about Motherwell and he said it is going to be tough. Well, I think they're obviously very, very well coached, first and foremost. I think that when I see them play, uh, they play the shape very, very well. Defending 5-4-1 and, and morph into 3-4-3 when they, when they have the ball. They all look very clear in terms of what it is they're doing. And they have a nice mixture in the game. They, they build the game short, but they can also build it long as well and so yeah so I think they've it's just done very very well there he's obviously gone in and and coached them very well and, and like I say going to Motherwell is always a tough tough game I think in, in my experiences of going to there it's, uh, it's a tough game always with a really good atmosphere the pitch is normally fantastic so should be a very good football game so, um, so yeah we'll, we'll prepare for a tough game Mark I'm just thinking Rio Itati straight in from the start I mean um, Turnbull started the season it's back in his old haunt but what do you reckon tomorrow? Uh, starting 11 Paul um, yep. I, I think Scott Bain but yeah. if it could be LPC sure. guess, but we'll Scott Bain in goals um, probably usual back four Johnson, Lagabielka Scales and Taylor midfield three McGregor Hitati O'Reilly and the front three of Kyogo Maeda and either Forrester or Palmer they might feel James Forrest deserves a wee turn considering yeah. they had to take him mm-hmm. off he had to be sacrificed for Celtic or down to 10 men however he'll pick a team he won't do it in sentiment no. he'll pick a starting 11 that he thinks can win him um, the game so I, th- I think James Forrest will get the nod to start tomorrow Hibs Dundee Barry 3 o'clock tomorrow are Hibs going to continue on yeah. this winning vein yeah. he's, he's made a difference he's certainly made an impact as soon as he's come in they're very he's got a certain way of playing which is very attack minded um, so yep I'm going to go for Hib Berlin to win this by three goals to nil Mark what do you reckon? Yeah I, I think uh, Hibs are, are starting to put something uh, proper together Hibs to Dundee now Convincing for both of you um, Kelly against St Mirren Mark we talked about it earlier on yeah. Kill, I mean you know both of them really really want stroke need to win yeah, uh, um, yeah, you know, St Mirren up right up at the top end of the table. Commander just looking to bounce yeah. back. Um, I'm going to go a one-one at Rugby Park tomorrow, Paul. Okay, because that was obviously a, a killer blow for them so late in in normal time. Barry, what do you think is going to happen? I think it's going to be pretty tight, but I'm going to surprise a few people. I think Commander will beat St Mirren two-one. Do you? Yeah, yeah. Del Del's experience. If a day extra yeah. day as well, yeah. rest. Yeah. Um, St Myrna have not got the biggest squad that's the only problem with um, the, the St Myrna's a football team yeah. I don't think we're playing on Wednesday it'll take a lot of energy out of them because it was a tough game at Hibs but I think yep Kilmarnock will, will just edge it Barry what about Ross County Hearts so Ross County tough week for them 
Yeah, two defeats. Yeah, yeah they, they were better, mm. obviously, against Aberdeen in the, the, the cup quarter final. Um, I think they're going to bounce back. I think they're going to beat Hearts. Right, you reckon? Yes. That would be a big result for Markey. Mark, what do you reckon? I think it will be... 2-2 in Dingwall tomorrow OK no Jack Baldwin obviously for Ross County and St Johnson Livy Mark you first what do you reckon yeah both teams really need, oh, a, need of a win yeah. you know league wise you know you always think Livy are OK and they're fine but the results haven't been good enough so far this season and likewise obviously um, St Johnson bottom of the table without a win uh, 0-0 0-0 Barry what do you reckon I think St Johnson are going to get their first win of the season right big win for them and Barry at Ibrox 50,000 tomorrow mm. they'll all be there um, what do you think is going to happen Aberdeen yeah I think Rangers will win the game um, again pretty convincingly Paul I'm going to go for 3-0 Rangers Mark yeah 1-0 Rangers I think Rangers Ooh. will win the game 1-0 another clean sheet for them and then keeps them in touch at the top of the table Michael Beale's been speaking and look there's been so much criticism of them it's taken time for people to settle I think they've just got to focus on their daily work in-house and, and their role in the team and then you know if they perform well in their role in the team everything will take care of itself and the outside noise and opinions always going to be there 360 as you say when you win but you know even louder when maybe you don't you don't do so well no this is interesting he said what's good football yeah but listen you have to define what a good performance is so you know clean sheets and defending are part of a good performance sometimes we don't think that because we want to be in full control but games of football there's always going to be difficult moments in that's why I was so pleased the other night that in a quarter final I don't think Livingston had a shot of no on target which in any game of football is a difficult thing to do because of set plays and teams can be a little bit direct so that's part of a good performance as well and so you know if we if we define a performance as free throwing attacking football and scoring three or four goals every week that's a different way of looking at it so I think tomorrow where we're at at this moment in time of course we want to perform well but the points are the most important thing and with the players we got out it's important that we're strong defensively and that we we create chances with the forwards that we've got you know we don't have a, a number of players in the final third that are a big part of what we're trying to do that that that's just ob- obvious for everyone to see right now Barry what do you make of it and any surprises and what you think the lineup no, I think will be? it'll be Butland yep. Um, Tavernier Golson Davis if Ridvan's fit I think it was only cramp and there's no issues I would play him I would go with the same midfield three and Jack Lundstrom and Sifuentes and then I'll go Sima Lammers and Dessers Right and scoreline again from you 3-0 you 3-0 yeah. you're going for Right yeah. what about the Ryder Cup what do you think is going to happen are we going to stay ahead and yeah, we'll win it, win it? Yeah. Great Mark Yeah or uh, yeah, six and a half one and a half um, yeah. in fact is it more than no, six and a half one and a yeah. half yeah uh, brilliant performances uh, I tell you what uh, it looks a brilliant venue too it does uh, doesn't it really yeah. looks uh, fantastic so um, close to the city oh brilliant yeah, yeah looked, uh, looked great, great. I've, never, I've never been to a Ryder Cup but something I'd certainly love to do at some point in the, the future but yeah I think Europe come Sunday no, Sunday Luke, mm. got, um, Luke Donald and his team will be celebrating a victory and Alex is on asking who's going to win Dundee United against Queen's Park who do you yeah. reckon I was looking yeah. at that one, Paul. Yeah. I'm going to go Dundee United 1-0. Right, Barry, who do you reckon? Yeah, I'm, I'm fancying Dundee United. Yeah, they're on it. And Wraith Rovers, your, your tips yeah, to they come did up. Yeah, they did a sticky result of the weekend, but it's a hard place to go, Airdrie. Um, they're, they're doing well, promoted last yeah. year. Yeah. Back into the Championship. 
Um, but no, Wraith Rovers will get back to winning ways tomorrow. And Leslie Ann wants to know Morton against Airdrie. Who's going to win? Who do you think, Barry? I think Airdrie will win. And Partick Thistle, Dunfermline, great tie, Mark? 2 2. That's it from us. Thanks to everyone who has been on and for all your comments. We'll be back on Monday at five. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. Free quotes for solar PV, battery storage, heat pumps and garden projects. Let's go! Looking to reduce your energy bills? Global Eco Energy install renewable energy products to domestic, commercial and public sector customers. With a wide range of renewable energy products, including solar PV, battery storage and air source heat pumps, we offer bespoke solutions. For a free quote and to find out more about grants and funding options, go to global-eco.co.uk and quote Solar 10 for 10% off your installation. Available until 30th September 2023.